Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today on the newscast, the Iranian regime demands that its Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps be removed from the U.S. terror blacklist. Will the Biden administration take the bait? Find out next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast and welcome back to Dallas. I am in the Big D once again as we prepare for the launch of our new nightly TBN News program, Centerpoint, debuting this Monday, March 28th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I will have much more about this exciting new program coming up. You won't want to miss it. In the meantime, one of the topics we'll be talking a lot about on the show is the situation in the world's most pivotal and strategic region, the Middle East. And yesterday in Israel, we had a horrific terror attack in the southern city of Beersheba, an ISIS-linked terrorist, or I should say an ISIS-inspired terrorist, who had spent time in an Israeli prison, went on a stabbing and car-ramming rampage and killed four Israelis, three women and one man, before he was shot and killed by Israeli civilians who were on the scene. It shows you what Israel is facing. The barbarians are not only at the gates, they are inside the gates. We'll have more on this domestic terror threat in Israel in the weeks to come as we approach Ramadan. Israeli officials are very concerned that that Muslim holiday will be used by jihadists and terrorists inside Israel to conduct attacks. God willing, that will not happen, but we are keeping a very close eye on it. I talked about the enemy within. Now today we're going to talk about also the enemy without. And when it comes to enemies of the Jewish state, none loom larger right now than the Iranian regime. And very interesting news on the Iran nuclear deal front. Apparently the deal, as we've been reporting here in the newscast over the past several weeks, is just about finished. It is ready to be revived from the dead, sadly. But the last hurdle reportedly to making the Iran nuclear deal a reality once again is that the Iranian regime is demanding that the Biden administration remove the Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps from the U.S. terror blacklist. If that is done, Iran will apparently sign on to the deal. Now, the Biden administration, it appears, is considering this very strongly. I believe they very likely will be doing it soon because as we've laid out here in the newscast, and I don't use this word lightly, folks, the Biden administration is obsessed with making this Iran deal a reality once again, and they will move mountains if they have to, uh, to make it come to fruition. So expect the Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps, IRGC for short, to be removed from that terror blacklist soon. Now, the Trump administration initially placed that terrorist designation, and rightly so, 
on the IRGC. I believe that was 2018 or 2019. Now that is going to be removed, it appears, by the Biden administration. Here's why it's a big mistake. First and foremost, number one, uh, the caveat for the Biden team is that if they pull this designation, the IRGC will promise to not act up and to behave itself. We know that's not going to happen. That's going to be an empty promise, clearly, by the IRGC. Number two, it is a unilateral move, once again, by the United States, of throwing the Iranian regime a bone that it does not deserve. The IRGC can make an empty promise about not carrying out any more acts of terror in the region. Of course, they won't adhere to that promise. So again, as is the case with the Iran nuclear deal writ large, what exactly does the United States get out of this, of pulling that terror designation from the IRGC? It sends, once again, a message of appeasement and weakness to perhaps our greatest enemy. I'm speaking to as an American. Now, who is the IRGC and why has this designation rightly been placed on it? They are the vanguard of the Iranian regime. They answer only and directly to Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Khamenei. I've compared them in the past to the Nazi Gestapo. Some have also mentioned the Nazi SS because of the military component, but I've said the Gestapo because that was the elite vanguard in the Nazi regime that surrounded Adolf Hitler. They had their hand in a little bit of everything, and so does the IRGC in the Iranian regime, but I would argue the IRGC is much more powerful than the Gestapo or the SS. Not only a fearsome military force, which is intimately involved in every detail of Iran's ballistic missile program, which is the largest in the Middle East, Iran's nuclear program, we know about that, of course, and Iran's terror operations in the Middle East and beyond, including in Latin America, including in Europe. Look no further than Qasem Soleimani, the not-so-dearly-departed Iranian terror master who was eliminated in a U.S. drone strike in January 2020. He was the leader of the Revolutionary Guards Corps Quds Force. That gives you an idea, again, of what they are all about. Also, though, very involved in the Iranian economy, in every facet of Iranian life, culture, and again, answering only to Iran's supreme leader. They are the guardians, really of the Iranian regime, and they are the fount from which all Iranian regime terror comes from, working hand in glove with Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad in Gaza, Hezbollah in southern Lebanon, the Houthis in Yemen, those Shia militias in Iraq and Syria. Last weekend, of course, the Revolutionary Guards Corps claimed responsibility, boasting no hesitation with that claim for 12 ballistic missiles that were launched from Iran into northern Iraq, very close to the U.S. consulate there. All that said, the Biden administration is quite willing to drop that designation in order to make the Iran nuclear deal a reality. But the other interesting wrinkle here, folks, to remember, it's not just Israel that opposes this Iran deal and the removal of this terror designation on the IRGC. It is Israel's Sunni Arab allies. Look no further than a meeting on Monday in Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt, an historic meeting 
between Naftali Bennett, the Israeli Prime Minister, Egyptian President el-Sisi, and the Crown Prince of the United Arab Emirates, all in Egypt meeting together, the first meeting of its kind between those three nations. And make no mistake, at the top of the list of their discussion points was this Iran nuclear deal and how it threatens not only Israel's security, but the security of the Sunni Arab nations in the region. I've compared it to the sheep and the goats. We see the sheep nations lining up, Israel, uh, Egypt, Jordan, the UAE, Bahrain, Morocco, and on the other hand, we have the likes of the Iranian regime and its various proxies in the region, a very stark and clear dividing line, really no gray areas here right now. It's very black and white. One last thing to mention, Saudi Arabia, which is in that Israel-aligned uh, group, now is receiving from the Biden administration Patriot anti-missile batteries. Now, if you remember, a few months ago, the Biden administration removed missile defense systems from Saudi Arabia just at the very moment when the Saudis needed them most, when the Houthis of Yemen were bombarding Saudi Arabia with missiles and attack drones. Well, they're still bombarding Saudi Arabia, and now the Saudis have asked for help, and the U.S. is giving that help, supplying Patriot anti-missile batteries. But folks, here's the real reason the Biden White House is doing that. It's because they want the Saudis to produce more oil and help get the price of oil and gas down. It's an interesting request by the Biden administration, which has really alienated the Saudis since Joe Biden took office in January 2021. But now they're trying to make nice and give the Saudis what they want in return for greater oil production and some relief at the pump. At the same time, the UAE, along with Saudi Arabia, recently rejected calls from Joe Biden. They wouldn't even take his calls. And again, the main reason is that the Biden administration is empowering the Iranian regime and its proxies in the region, which again, folks, threatens not only Israel, but the region as a whole. They realize that. They realize Israel is the strong horse in the region, and they are lining up behind Israel as a result. When it comes to dropping this IRGC designation, a note to leave you with, if you think the IRGC leopard will change its spot suddenly, look no further than the Houthis of Yemen. The Biden administration, one of the first acts Joe Biden made upon entering office in January 2021 was to drop the terrorist designation on the Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen. Their response was to embark on a terror rampage and up their attacks, not only against Saudi Arabia, but against the United Arab Emirates as well. Expect a similar response from the IRGC if this unilateral move, again, folks, I can't stress this enough, Iran is giving nothing in return. This is a purely unilateral move by the United States, and it is a disastrous and dangerous move that makes war more and not less likely. Remember, this Iran nuclear deal has a shelf life of about two and a half years. You're kicking the can down the road momentarily, but the day of reckoning is rapidly coming. And in Jerusalem, they're watching all of this play out very, very closely and under no circumstances. Will Israel allow Iran to acquire the world's deadliest weapons? There's no argument there. Across the Israeli political divide, that's one thing they can agree on. We cannot accept 
a nuclear Iran. We're keeping a very close eye on all of this for you. I'm back here in Dallas tomorrow. In the meantime, keep all of these issues in your prayers. Remember, God Almighty still sits on the throne, and when it comes to Israel, he neither slumbers nor sleeps. Thanks for joining us. See you tomorrow. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.